When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, what a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into a Friday edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. A little different schedule and feel this week with the bye week. Of course, a couple more bye weeks in the schedule this year to... Hopefully have some flexibility for the schedule if COVID-19 affects the Sooner schedule. But one game down, we're in good shape. Sooners have Kansas State coming up next week. Uh, we'll run through our game week schedule after we hear this really cool one-on-one interview with Alex Grinch. So no Coach's Corner today during bye weeks. We don't do Coach's Corner. So that'll be back next week. The full Lincoln Rally Coaches Show and the Tuesday Press Conference. We're kind of back on a regular schedule next week, and I'm excited about that. Uh, live podcast on Tuesday. Toby and I will drop it on the podcast platform here at Soonersports.com slash podcast as soon as the Lincoln Riley Press Conference wraps up. Then Lincoln Riley Coaches Show, the Huddle Reloaded, and the Coaches Corner Show. And then every Saturday after the game, we bring you the post-game show from the Sooner Radio Network. Special presentation tomorrow is the OU Radio Network broadcast of Oklahoma and Missouri State with some perspective from Teddy and Gabe and Toby throughout the broadcast. So that's coming up tomorrow. But I wanted to share this because uh, I was watching the TV version of this. I think it aired on game day. And there is only so much time you're allotted on the, the television broadcast side of things. And we're able to expound and expand here on the podcast because – 
I mean, honestly, there, there's no rules. We can do a two-hour podcast if we want. I mean, we do three-hour games sometimes. We do 15-minute podcasts. So I'm real excited to bring you the full sit-down with Jessica Cootie and defensive coordinator Alex Grinch. Now, full disclosure, this was taped right before the season opener, so not a lot of talk, well, no talk, about Missouri State or the shutout, but a lot of really good perspective as we – continue to, to marinate in the return to college football and obviously get excited about what's on tap here in 2020. So enjoy this 15-minute, unedited, unabridged sit-down. Jessica Cootie with second-year Sooner defensive coordinator Alex Grinch. Coach, I know you're all in and focused on this season, but I do want to go back a little bit to last season. Once the season ended, how much did you reflect back on the first season and how did you reflect on season number one? Well, you know, immediately when it's over, uh, that, that, that process begins. And, and obviously, uh, when, when you the season ends in the manner in which it did, on the stage in which it did, um, it, it um, you know, provokes you to, 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 to look at everything. You, you say, okay, what, what has been accomplished? And it's really important that that, that uh, is at the forefront uh, because so much was. But at the same token, you say, okay, uh, through the lens of, but it wasn't good enough. And so then you start diving into what, what can you do uh, to, to be better moving forward. And the way this offseason kind of uh, uh, you know, transpired was it gave a lot more time for reflection than maybe any other year uh, in, in the past. And so, you know, what, what you have to do in those moments is you got to make sure that you, uh, you know, don't, don't focus too much on the negative because you can go down a very dark road. But also the same token, you got to be, have, have very honest conversations as a staff in terms of how, what do you do uh, to get better. And so, in any event, you know, lo- looking back on it, you know, I, I would make the claim that uh, we made progress. Um, we, we, it was good enough to be Big 12 champions for, for a fifth straight year, um, but not uh, we were not able to, to produce a national championship caliber defense in year one. And so the the uh, the process continues. You've talked a lot about the buy-in you were, guys were able to get out of your players really immediately. Why do you think your staff were able to do that so quickly with these players? You know, I, I give them a lot of credit. I, I think for the, the, the most part, you know, what guys saw was a plan. Um, I think they grabbed onto that. I, I think very, very early on they, they realized that this was not a trial-by-air uh, type of approach, you know, and that, that, that see – uh, what it's going to take to be successful on Saturday, and then if if, if that doesn't work, we'll try something else. I think they, uh, you know, b- b- believed in a lot of the things that we were doing. They they saw some tangible outcomes, you know, in practice, uh, you know, up until the point where we had a chance to to play games together. And then uh, as the season went, I think you know also having an understanding that you know coaching staff that had their back, coaching staff that uh, was was going to take uh, the lumps with them. And take responsibility for for those those poor outcomes just the same, and so that that trust element of things I I think was there uh, certainly uh, early on, and then you know, as you go through a uh, what ended up being I think a fourteen game season, um, it, it it continues into this uh, into twenty twenty. We hear you talk a lot about effort now. It's an effort based defense. How did your system develop from kind of the beginning of your coaching career to where it is now entering year number two as the Oklahoma defensive coordinator? Well, you know, it, it uh, was something that was kind of uh, birthed in my time at uh, Missouri. We're in the Southeastern Conference, you know, obviously a good good competitive football conference. Um, and, and, you know, we, we found ourselves winning two SEC East championships and an opportunity to, to play uh, in SEC championship games, and, and we were able to do that 
uh, with, a, with a talent level that, that most people would suggest was not comparable to the rest of that conference. Um, and, and we did it by saying, this is our system. Uh, we're going to commit to this system. Uh, inevitably, we're going to be very, very good at this system. Uh, and that includes the recruiting aspect of, of, of things. And one of the big things was, was you know, a commitment to effort, saying that, that you know, we, we can out-effort our opponents even at this level. And then we took that system out to the Pac-12. So we left the SEC, took that system out to the Pac-12, and it adapted over time, just as college football had changed, offenses have changed. Uh, and it kind of implemented that system. Uh, I say kind of. We implemented that system in the Pac-12 um, and in, in a conference that's known for offense. Um, and, and found ourselves, uh, you know, uh, in, in uh, very successful situations and ultimately culminating in a top 20 defense on a national level. And then here we are taking the, the, the defense and the approach now to the, to the Big 12. And so um, the, the, uh, the core of, of this package is, is strong. It's, it's tried and true. Um, and so, again, when we, we, we brought this here and, and sold it to our players, it was not – uh, one that we said, that, that's, let's see if this is going to work in the Big 12. We have a lot of confidence uh, that it would. And uh, the, the effort-based uh, you know, kind of uh, tagline is, is put so much of the authority on the players and, and understanding that, that we're in more control than we, we sometimes act like we are. And so really uh, you know, driving that point home, uh, that, that the call from Coach Grinch on the sideline will not overcome your lack of effort. Now the flip side is uh, your, your elite effort will, will overcome any any call that uh, Coach Grinch has on, uh, come from the sideline. Uh, I mean, certainly has a chance to overcome uh, our opponent. Before you even got into coaching, why defense? Why did you fall in love with the defensive side of football? You know, it it uh, it fits me, and and I guess I I never really uh, uh, realized why. And I mean, and and. You know, I say this, though, I, and I, I say this to our players as well, is, you know, we, we play the same sport, but it's a different game, offense and defense. It just is. Um, you know, and I always use the example, the offense has a bad play at second and ten. If a defense has a bad play, it could be seven points. You know, just one play um, can, can uh, you know, just the, the, the stakes are so high. And for, for whatever reason, I guess it, 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 it fits my approach. I, I like that aspect of things. Um, and and uh, um, so no, it it, uh, it 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 probably is something that I didn't realize until uh, here here we are, uh, I guess forty years later. The effort that you talked about, I mean, you talk about putting it on the players, but is that something that you learned as a player? Where does that come from? Yeah, I've been very fortunate. I, I think you know, I, I was a Division three football player, and I think you know one of the things that with Division three, talking about non-scholarship, and we're a successful Division three program called Mount Union, a small school in Ohio. Um, but but you know that that was ingrained in us um, that that there was a, a high level of expectation in terms of how we played the game, and I've just been very fortunate in my coaching career. You know, from a graduate assistant under, under uh, Gary Pinkle at, at Missouri. Um, that, that Oklahoma had some, some major Big 12 battles with uh, when they were still in the, the same conference. After my time at New Hampshire, uh, you know, Chip Kelly, who's the head coach at UCLA, uh, was, was kind of the front end of, of the offensive system, you know, the, the, the tempo and all those things. Well, there was a defense on the other side that, that, you know, had to go against that every single day. And so I was fortunate that way. And then uh, out to the Mountain West Conference, uh, uh, back to Missouri, out to the Pac-12. So in any event, just been very, very fortunate uh, in, in these stops that uh, uh, really, uh, you know, kind of bred that approach and really drove that approach home. And when you were talking about the second and 10 versus seven points, did that kind of 
fits you. Why is that? Why is that you? You know, I and and, and maybe I'm a negative man. No, uh, <laughs> it. it uh, um, I, I think just the, the, the stakes being so high, I, I think the, uh, and despite that, and, the, and despite the pressure, you know, placed on each individual play, you know, the, the, the ability to overcome that. I think maybe just the, the level of adversity uh, that maybe is, is, is finds its way on, on, on defenses, uh, obviously not just here, but, but across the country and at every level. Um, you know, you either believe in adversity or you don't. You either believe that the heart is going to, uh, you know, make you better and, and, and somehow, uh, you know, finding your way through is, is going to uh, uh, give you a chance to, to ultimately be most successful. Um, and so uh, I think maybe that adversity aspect of things and kind of knowing that it's, it's, it's around, it's, it's always, even, even when on that successful play, it's always around the corner kind of lurking. That's awesome. Um, so now going into year two, we talked about, you know, you wasn't good enough last year but with the craziness of not having a spring ball which is so critical uh, to implementing implementing a new defense what how do you go into this year going to year two with those goals and setting those expectations for this defense well I, I think part of it is the expectations at Oklahoma you know and, and and I've said this before you don't go to Oklahoma tell them uh, what your expectations are. Oklahoma tells you what the expectation is, and it's to be elite. And so, uh, you know, d despite, uh, you know, any circumstances that we found ourselves in, uh, uh, you know, th th this calendar year, you know, we, we attacked fall camp on, on the, uh, you know, kind of the back end of a, a, a strong summer. You know, it was abbreviated with Coach Wiley in the weight room. Uh, that, that was on the heels of a, a, a spring that turned into a summer and, and you know, using – uh, Zoom meetings and that, you know, just from a mental standpoint, the guys, you know, never got too far away from the game. And credit goes to our guys. When, when we, we ultimately started practice up, um, you know, what, what can happen is all those Zoom meetings kind of can, can uh, uh, you know, the, the knowledge that, that supposedly was learned during that time goes away. Uh, if guys, uh, you know, aren't, aren't uh, um, you know, as studious as they need to be, you know, and then they're just kind of going through the motions. And so I give our guys a lot of credit that we could hit the ground running this fall. You know, obviously challenges, uh, you know, present themselves every single day, and that, that uh, is part of um, th this, this, this year. Um, and so that, that obviously continues. But, you know, the expectations are really high, and, and, and uh, it, it's, it's something that uh, we signed up for by, by being in Oklahoma Sooners. A couple of your assistant coaches talked about when you were talking about the adversity that the confidence is it, it goes back to the confidence that you instill in your players. But when you have so much adversity playing defense, that confidence can be shaken. So how do you balance that the overcoming the adversity, but not getting too down on yourself when that adversity does come? Well, and it's one thing we talk about the you know, meetings change in terms of the content and, and you know whatever the, the we know we come up with themes every week from a motivational standpoint. But the one thing I always tell, tell the guys on Friday night, the only thing promised to us on a Saturday game day is adversity. That's the only thing we we, we don't know have any idea what else is going to come necessarily. We have ideas, but the one thing that we're sure of uh, uh, is adversity. And I, I think part of that is, is is the idea of you know leaning into the sharp edges when it when it's cutting you, you got a chance to. Or, you know, you can make a decision whether you want to back away or you want to lean into that, that, that sharp edge. And I just think it creates a mentality and a mindset. I think also, too, is, as you say, okay, if it's, if it's expected, you know, then, then you know, you, you can really, um, you know, make a decision at that point. And that decision is whether or not uh, you're, you're going to take ownership in, in, the, in the, uh, the ultimate response that you have 
or if you're going to throw your hands up and just hope for the best. And so we, we take the approach that, that outcomes are in our control. We say it all the time. We're in more control than we, we uh, uh, sometimes give ourselves credit for uh, as a defense. And so we, we really try to instill that into our players. Man, great stuff from Alex Grinch with Jessica Cootie. I kind of like that different perspective. Hey, why defense? What, what was it about being a defensive co- a coordinator that really appealed to you? So quick pod tonight, but I didn't want – the first couple of weeks of the season to go by without being able to bring you the full version of that sit down with Jess and coach Crinch. All right. So again, here's what next week's podcast looks like. We'll have a quick episode on Monday, kind of recap in the weekend, not just for Oklahoma, but in the big 12, have a few cuts from players that we might've missed this past week on Tuesday. It's the sooner sports podcast, the game plan live. So you can join Toby and I at about one Oh five, and uh, it'll be live on Facebook Live, Soonersports.tv, and then we'll bring you the audio version later Tuesday afternoon. Also, the Lincoln Riley Presser on Wednesday. It's the Lincoln Riley Coaches Show. The Sooner Sports Talk is the official title from Rudy's. On Thursday, you'll hear from players and Teddy and Toby with the huddle reloaded. And then on Friday, it's the Coaches Corner and the Scene Setter. Game week, OU Kansas State, next Saturday, 11 a.m. Enjoy tomorrow's podcast rebroadcast of Oklahoma and Missouri State. That'll drop around 2 o'clock. Until then, have a great bye week. And Boomer Sooner, everybody. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.